It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody, John Finn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. For regular viewers, you can tell I'm, I'm at a different location today doing some babysitting with the grandkids, uh, three of them anyway, <clears throat> out of our seven, but uh, happy to do so. So Church Without Walls, CWOWI.org, and there, folks, you can sign up for our weekly thoughts and e-newsletters. It is in those weekly thoughts, in those e-newsletters that I put prophetic words, things that the Lord tells me. And also, you can sign up for our Zoom web meetings, and uh, that's where we put the travels and conferences and stuff like that, all that information in there. So go to our website, cwowi.org, sign up for my weekly thoughts e-newsletter, follow the directions on that, and uh, and in there, in the template, in the headers there, is that's where we put that information. So today, talking about how do you confirm God's word to you, or how do you confirm uh, a prophecy or something like that to you? And, uh, and so let's, let's look at a couple examples. And one of the things is that the Lord will always confirm to you, if you don't know the direction, he will confirm to you, uh, for Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 20, uh, it talks about a, a man who, uh, who trespassed against another and he goes to him and, uh, tries to be reconciled and then he won't be reconciled. So that man brings one or two others to that man to try to reconcile that he would admit his trespass, his sin against his brother. And, and the Lord says there, bring one or two witnesses so that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is confirmed. Paul would later tell the Corinthians, he said, I'm coming to you uh, yet again for in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is confirmed. There's a basic principle there that if you don't know the Lord's will and you're saying, okay, I've got, you know, option A, B, and C in front of me, uh, help, I feel like I'm supposed to go in a certain direction, but confirm to me, please, what I'm supposed to do. And let's look at some examples. For instance, in Paul's life, one of the best examples is Paul's life. Now, in Acts chapter 9, when Saul of Tarsus gets saved, there's a, there's a man named Ananias, was a believer in the Lord, and the Lord appears to him. And he says, go, Ananias, to Saul of Tarsus and lay hands on him so that he can see and so that he can receive the Holy Spirit. And Ananias says, I've heard of this man, Lord. He said, he's, he's arresting everybody. He said, I don't want to go to him. And the Lord says, no. He says, go to him for he's a chosen vessel and I'm going to show him the things that he needs to suffer or that he's going to have to suffer, suffer to fulfill his call in me. And so there right at the start, uh, when Saul of Tarsus, who became the Apostle Paul, got saved, he was aware that if he accepted the call of God on his life, there were going to be sufferings that would happen. And so the Lord was good in that. But that was a personal word from to Paul. Now, later in life, in Acts chapter 20, Paul has set his face to go to Jerusalem. He's, he's going to go to Jerusalem one way or the other. And in Acts chapter 20, verses 20 through 22, Paul says, I don't know the things that are going to happen to me in Jerusalem, except that the Holy Spirit bears witness in every city that troubles and affliction await me. Now, it's interesting. See, Paul knew that troubles and affliction were going, but it was vague. It was just kind of like, okay, like you and I might say, I've got a bad feeling about this in my spirit, or 
you know, I've got a hunch this isn't right. There's this heaviness that, that sets upon us. And it's like, it's not in my mind, but it's in my spirit. And it's just like, okay, it's heavy. It's something's going on here. Um, Paul didn't know. He said, none. He said, he said, I don't know what's going to happen to me except trouble and affliction await me. He said, the Holy Spirit bears witness in every city that I'm going. And so Paul is looking for a confirmation. What's going on here? What's going on? And uh, in Acts 21, uh, verse 4, they found disciples. And it said, they said to Paul through, if you want to look at it in the Greek and kind of in the vernacular of the day, they said to Paul through impressions given by the Spirit, please don't go to Jerusalem. But he still doesn't know. That's just an example of the Holy Spirit bearing witness. It's, and, and it's not until Acts 21, 11, that he's, he's staying there with Philip, the evangelist, and Agabus, the prophet, comes and takes Paul's belt. And he says, this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say. The man who owns this belt will be arrested by the Jews and then turned over to the Romans. There, Paul finally had a specific word. Now, there are several things to take away from that. One is that Paul had this revelation in himself, but he didn't have a confirmation. Number two is he did not look for confirmation among his own little circle of friends. And what I mean by that is that let's say, let's, let's give a couple of real life examples. Let's say there's a high school student praying about going to uh, which college to go to or a trade school or, or maybe a year or two a Bible school and they, they feel led in a particular way but they're not sure which way the Lord is actually leading. Let's say it's a person who receives a, a, a negative diagnosis for their health and the healthcare professionals, you know, lay out two or three options of a course of treatment and they pray about it. They feel a certain way down here. They, they take all the information. They see how it bears witness in the spirit and they think they should go in a particular direction, but they, they don't, they don't have a confirmation of that. <clears throat> Well, in those things, you don't want to stay in your circle of friends to get a confirmation because they've got a, an emotional investment. It's kind of like, um, it, you know, I talked previously in previous weeks about prophets and how uh, the Lord said in, in Jeremiah 23, and I forget what it is now, verse 30 or somewhere in there, he says, these people steal my words from one another. They steal words from one another. In other words, um, to you know, it, it's like, you know, you get a, in this example, you get a school of the prophets or a bunch of prophets together. They're stealing words back and forth and saying, this is what God told me. Well, this is what God told me too. This is what God told me. Okay. And, and Paul said in second Corinthians chapter 10, uh, he said, and maybe about verse 12 or so, he said, those that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. And so that principle is at work in, in finding the Lord's will. You want to get outside of your circle you know, to, to, to stay in a little circle and, and have each other prophesy the same thing or confirm each other's words, that's not healthy. Paul said that's, that's not wise. So if you're sitting there and you're like going to school, you've got a decision. Do I go to a trade school? Do I go to college? Do I go to your Bible school? I've got all these options. I feel a certain thing in my spirit. You're not going to want a confirmation within that close circle of friends who already know what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? It's, you don't want to compare yourself with yourself because you get somebody who has an emotional interest in you. And so you want a pure word. So what you would do is you'd pray and you'd ask and say, Father, bring somebody who doesn't know my situation. Uh, you know, it, it could be a friend, it could be a minister, it could be a parent, it could be a, a stranger at the store. But they will say something to you. Maybe you run into somebody at the store you don't even know. The cashier says something like, oh, how old are you? Like, oh, decided to go to school. Oh, yeah, I went to school too. I, I decided on nursing school uh, right after I got out of high school. 
and, or I went to the junior college to get some undergraduate work out of the way. And they will say that and it will bear witness with your spirit. And you're saying, oh, there's the outside confirmation. That, that person had no idea. I was thinking about taking the two-year school at home to take, get rid of my general education. That's a complete stranger. But it was a word of confirmation to you because it hit your spirit, because the Holy Spirit made those words come alive. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. That's what happened to Paul. He's, he's thinking, I've got to go to Jerusalem. But he didn't want to get in that circle of friends. And Agabus, if you read the text of Acts 21, Agabus the prophet came up to him to visit him specifically. Uh, and yes, he knew Agabus. Acts 21 or Acts chapter 11 tells us he knew Agabus. But between Acts 11, when we first see that Paul and Agabus meet, and Acts 21, many years had gone by. So they were acquaintances, but that was it. Agabus did not have an emotional interest in Paul. And so he was an outside confirmation and gave the specifics. So that is that is one of the key ways to do it. You you see um, you see this in the life of Jesus. You see Jesus who obviously came into this world to to pay for the sin of the world. But on the Mount of Transfiguration in Luke chapter nine, he takes Peter, James, and John and goes up into the Mount of Transfiguration. There he goes in the spirit and he becomes you know bright white. And Moses and Elijah talked to him, and Luke chapter 9 tells us they were talking about his death, which would happen in Jerusalem. Moses talked to Jesus out of the law, obviously, about the pattern of the sacrifices and everything he would have to, have to suffer as the, as the final sacrifice. Elijah out of the prophets. He would have spoken to him out of Psalm 22, when Messiah calls out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And how none of his bones will be broken. And out of Isaiah 53, how he's going to be tortured and marred more than any man. Out of the end of Isaiah 52 and the start of Isaiah 53. And so they would have talked to him about these things. That was a confirmation of the direction in Jesus' life was to go. Jesus didn't check with Peter, James, and John, and, and Philip, and Nathaniel, and Judas, and you know all those guys to say, hey, what do you think is the next move in my life? He got outside of the circle, and, and the Father God provided a, a confirmation from outside the normal circle of Jesus' life. So you see this pattern over and over and again. If you're trying to confirm a word to you, a course of direction, then Pray, get alone, let the Holy Spirit show you personally a way that you think you should go, and then say, Father, I need one or two confirmations. I need you to do something that will confirm it to me. And it's like that person in the store or that person outside of your circle of friends, and suddenly they have a word, and they may not even realize that they're being used by the Father, but it will click your spirit. It's like, yep, that's what I thought. I'm going to do the same thing. I've been thinking about that. I'm going to go in that direction. So anyway, I hope that's been a blessing to you. It's very straightforward. It's, you can see it over and over and over in Scripture where a person will feel like the Lord is telling them or leading them to go in one direction. And, and once they have that down, then uh, there will be a confirmation there from an outside source. So anyway, don't confirm yourself. Don't cons Those who confirm themselves among themselves are not wise. If the Father is leading you, then have the confidence to pray to him and say, Father, give me an outside confirmation or two so that I'll know that this is the direction I'm supposed to go. And what do you do if there is no outside confirmation? Then, then what you have decided is his will. You have to go according to the best of your knowledge and the best of your ability. And if you don't feel a, a negative in your spirit, if you don't feel a check in your spirit, um, then, uh, then you go in the direction until and unless the Lord redirects you in another way. I was privileged to have met Lester Summerall a few months before he died. Some of you will recognize his name. Others won't, won't have a clue, I understand. But um, he was known for shortwave radio uh, stations and things like that uh, around the world to broadcast the gospel. And he made this statement. He said, you know, he said, I don't pray about each and every radio station and antenna that we put up. 
the Lord gave me a commission. He gave me something to do, and so I do it. And if he needs to make adjustments along the way, then he adjusts my path. And I thought that was, that was really wise. We do what we know to do in the natural. We look for confirmation. But if a point comes where you have to, you have to make a decision, there's no confirmation, then you use your best knowledge that you have with the confidence that that's, that's the direction you're going. The Lord doesn't need to, to confirm beyond that. But a lot of times there are these life decisions where you just say, I have to make a decision, but I don't know what to do. And the Lord will be gracious and he will confirm that to you. So do what you do to, in the natural um, to, to do everything you can and uh, follow that witness in your spirit and, uh, and make the best decisions you can based on that. And if there's something out there that you really have two or three or four options laid before you and you don't know what his will is, then look for a confirmation. Determine what you think his will is, then ask for a confirmation and he will often give it. But he'll give it outside your circle of friends so that you'll know that it's truly from him and it will bear witness in your spirit. All right, hope that's been a blessing. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.